Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast, where we meet the joys and challenges of our sensitivity with open minds and hearts to awaken our best highly sensitive selves. Hello, my highly sensitive friends. It's Tanya, and today we're talking about perfectionism. The idea of perfectionism is usually created during our childhoods. Growing up, too many of us were criticized either intentionally or unintentionally both by parents and other authority figures when we weren't able to maybe perform in a certain way or behave in ways that they found acceptable. When we're raised in environments with emotional and physical stress, perfectionism as adults can become a trauma response, especially as sensitive kids, if we were considered too emotional or maybe we didn't enjoy or thrive at the things our parents were good at. Maybe we didn't enjoy the things that they did like sports or academics. And also if we're the children of divorce or if in our families we struggled with things like poverty illness, mental health, substance abuse, also the bombardment of cultural influence on unattainable beauty standards. All of these things and more can establish perfectionism as a sort of defense mechanism against unpredictable or chaotic environments where we have little to no control. In our culture, seeking perfection is really often labeled as a great thing, being a straight-A student or a celebrated athlete or performer. We also love things like award shows, prizes for being, quote, the best. There's even a popular saying that you may have heard, second place is first loser. So even if your parents, caregivers, and teachers were able to provide you with a stable, nurturing childhood, the pressure of perfectionism will not escape your notice for long. So how does the mindset of perfectionism shape us and stay with us as highly sensitive adults? As kids, if love and acceptance was conditional upon our performance or our ability to fit into a certain mold, if in order to be accepted we felt the need to alter or hide who we were to be liked or loved more, then this means a lot of times we weren't able to embrace our authentic selves. And from this, we can carry a heavy burden of self-doubt and real questions about our abilities to do anything, quote, good enough or right. As HSPs, these experiences overwhelm our nervous system as it is growing and developing. A system that needs stability and nurturing to learn how to self-regulate. And when we're deprived of this basic need, and too many of us are, we create our own reasons in an attempt to understand what's happening. Growing up, we rarely have the emotional or mental capacity to process the what's and the why's. So we do what we do best as humans to make sense of it all. We tell ourselves stories. There's a good quote by Michael Law that sums it up pretty well for me. At its root, perfectionism isn't really about a deep love of being meticulous. It's about fear. 
fear of making a mistake, fear of disappointing others, fear of failure, and sometimes even a fear of success. So how, as HSPs, do we begin to unlearn these stories that we were told about ourselves and continue to replay in our minds long after we've transitioned into adulthood? The first important step is to know that the urge to seek perfection can be shifted and redirected. But it takes daily awareness and intention to silence the stories that were imprinted on us during our childhood. And second is to give ourselves what I call grace and space. Here we can turn to yoga philosophy and the practice of Santosha. Santosha has helped me to change my story around perfectionism, and maybe it can help you too. Santosha is the second niyama from Pantanjali's Eight Limbs of Yoga. The yamas and niyamas are ethical guidelines laid out in the first two limbs of his Eightfold Path. And if this is new to you, they're kind of like a map that guides you on your life's journey. Santosha simply translates from the Sanskrit as contentment or reaching a higher degree of satisfaction in the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual paths in our time as human beings. We can start simply by noticing Are we afraid to start something that's important to us because we're worried about getting it wrong? Are we abandoning projects or maybe even people because they aren't fitting into an ideal that we've created in our imaginations? Are we procrastinating? Are we fearful of what others will think? Are we worried that we aren't enough? All these emotions and feelings and thoughts can and more can show up in our lives as perfectionism. The key to applying Santosha is that when we notice these things rising up for us in our lives, that we can begin to shift our seeking of perfectionism into one of satisfaction, one of contentment. It is a matter of intention and it is a matter of choice. Once we notice, once we see, once we begin to recognize, everything in our lives becomes a choice. When we know we have choices, that is when the shift happens. This is when real and lasting change begins. So here are five of my favorite affirmations that can help you to strengthen your connection with Santosha and begin the shift from perfectionism to contentment. Take a nice deep breath in through the nose and a long, slow exhale through the mouth. Let's begin. The first, I am confident, I am capable, I am sensitive, I am strong. I am confident, I am capable, I am sensitive, I am strong. I am confident. I am capable. I am sensitive. And I am strong. The second. I don't have to be perfect to be powerful. I don't have to be perfect to be powerful. I don't have to be perfect to be powerful. The third. 
I have enough. I do enough. I am enough. I have enough. I do enough. I am enough. I have enough. I do enough. I am enough. The fourth. I choose progress over perfection. I choose progress over perfection. I choose progress over perfection. And the fifth, I accept myself just as I am. I accept others just as they are. I accept myself just as I am. I accept others just as they are. I accept myself just as I am, and I accept others just as they are. Change is hard. Healing is a painful process. And this is when allowing ourselves grace and space become the most important. But once you've opened the door to awareness, the possibility for change is limitless. And in the words of John Steinbeck, and now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. If you enjoy the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast, please head over to iTunes and give us a quick review and make sure you share it with friends. It only takes a couple of minutes and it will be so deeply appreciated. Join us inside the Highly Sensitive Healing Circle where we have lots of great things coming up including a meditation circle that will include practical and digestible practices designed just for our highly sensitive healing. So don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast so you don't miss any of the good stuff. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me here on the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast. New episodes are released Wednesdays, and please feel free to reach out with any questions or comments. And never forget, we were given this highly sensitive life because we're strong enough to live it.